Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to another edition here of Technique Chips Live on a Saturday. I am so excited to be back here, family. I am so excited to be back here. And just so you know, I was away for a weekend or two, but really last weekend I was away because I was actually out on location in Miami, and I was actually learning a little bit more, getting more skills on how to do this thing called Technique Tips these interviews, these conversations that we have, and other aspects of learning the business when it comes to creating a better show. And so I'm excited that I took that time away, but I'm more excited to be back with you. And this is great. And in fact, I'm going to go straight to the comment section. Uh, like last time or any time that we do this, I want to know where you're from. Where are you tuning in from? Is it international? Is it national? I want to know. So I'm going to go to the comment section right now. Oh, there you go, brother. Peace and blessings as well to you, brother Scott, tuning in from Louisiana, Louisville, Kentucky. I know I said Louisiana because that's where our guest is from. But Louisville, Kentucky, a.k.a. Derby City. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. She says, I'm ready. And so am I. This is going to be exciting as well. Thank you for tuning in, Shayna. I appreciate that. Daniel, you know what it is, brother? I'm trying. I can't put on a UK accent, though. But you know what it is, brother. That's right. That's right. Hello. Hello, Alexis. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, hello there. Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you. Darren, good to see you from Georgia. Uh, I would say Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Yes, right. And then we have also Celeste here in Oakland. Oakland. I'm assuming that's Oakland, California. Another Georgia person right coming through. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tanisha, for stopping by. I have salisbury north carolina in the house we have dc as well with antoinette and this is awesome alaikum brother blessings to you brother awesome houston texas we have there as well fantastic thank you all for tuning in this is going to be very exciting i just want you to know if you do not know that these conversations are going to be trans uh transmitted <laughs> eventually put on to audio versions on podcasts so if you listen to podcasts right now if you got a chance just write down tech niche tips that's t-e-c-h t tech niche right tech and then n-i-c-h-e tech niche tips go look it up on your favorite uh, podcast whether it's apple spotify google or more we are in there like swimwear and i want you to definitely take advantage of that but I'm not going to delay it. Thank you so much for everybody. I got Philly in the house with Tiffany. I got, <laughs> well, that used to be my, that used to be something, that's my, my, my past life. Actually, I still sing. I still sing and, you know, still sing and play in church. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yes, I did go to that event, uh, the podcast summit, Scott. It was amazing and I really did enjoy it. In fact, I'm looking to go back whenever the next one should be, which is in seven to eight months. So if you are if you are in, interested in doing a podcast, interested in creating a show, I would recommend it highly. And they're probably going to do one in the next seven to eight months. So tune in with Social Proof and David Shans to be able to find out when that will be. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, people. Good morning. All right. Yes. Brunswick, Georgia. Fantastic. So I'm not going to delay this. I'm going to bring on our guest today because I know a lot of people are trying to find their way through the job market. And the re reason why I think it's so good to have these conversations is because we hear the stories of others and we can learn what to do to help navigate that space. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on Miss Kenny, Miss Kennedy Nicholson. How are you doing, sis? Is everything well? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm energetic. I'm ready to go. I'm happy. 
I'm, and uh, I believe our audience is. I mean, they came in, they came through strong today. They're coming through strong, so that's fantastic to see it as well. Uh, before we get started, I want to just announce a couple more people. We got Minneapolis, uh, we got a Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> we have San Juan, Texas. What up, Raul? Good to see you, my friend. And then we have also Los Angeles here. So the zoo and Shana, that's fantastic. And so with that being said, uh, Kenny, I want to just start where you are right now. You are currently an SDR. And mm -hmm. can you talk about how long it took you to break into that field? Um, so technically, long term, it took me about technically two years simply because I was still in school. But like after I got my degree, it only took me maybe about two months because um, mm. I didn't know anything about tech sales until after I already got my degree, um, which I mean, I it's good I have my degree. It's good to have it. But it just took two months of like doing the course and then figuring out what works best for me and what doesn't and figuring out my own particular strategy on how I can apply for these jobs without having to feel burnt out from applying to all the jobs and preparing myself for interviews because it's like, you have to be able to research all the time when it comes to these companies because they want to be able to see like, what do you know? And you have to be able to showcase that. So yeah, it took about two months, almost three. It could have probably taken less, but I'm appreciative of you know, the opportunity I got because I'm at my top company and everything so yeah listen y'all she said it took two years i said wait hold on one second i was thinking like two years and then she said it took two months and i'm like oh okay all right we gotta break that all down so we're gonna break that down uh but let's go back a little bit let people know where you're from a little bit of your story and then we're gonna dive in deeper into regarding that two month slash two year gap <laughs> yes so i am from shreveport louisiana there's not it's it's known, but it's not like too known. Um, good food out here, though. I will say that. Fantastic. Food. So um, I actually went to two colleges. I went to Louisiana Tech first, and then I went to um, a school called Wiley in like in Texas, to do my last year online because um, Louisiana Tech didn't offer online school yet. After I left, they did. But um, so I was also able to secure an internship with this um, this woman that. I was like really, really inspired by, um, and I was able to like secure that internship. I got chosen out of like 500 people. Um, she's a millionaire. She's based in Georgia. Um, hold on, hold on, so, wait, 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 that, that. She's a millionaire. Come on, let's, she let's is. Wind, so rewind Ruby, that. I, Ruby, so she goes by Lavish Ruby on social platforms, and she's actually back on YouTube now. So she took like a small break. Um, so yeah, she has like a G wagon. She just bought like a million dollar home that you can see like on YouTube and everything. It's it's beautiful. Wow. And she was like one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life. And she really really inspired me because I was an operations intern for her. Mm -hmm. So we got to like help with the brand, figure out how it can run better, things of that nature. And without that, I probably wouldn't have had the confidence to continue to apply for things that I felt like I might not have gotten. Because I promise you, I thought I, I probably wasn't gonna get that. I was like, oh my god, like mentorship. I know, right? Like, I just was so scared. Ooh. I was like, oh, I hope I get it. And I ended up getting it. And I cried because I was like, wow, that's like the first time I've really just been like, you know what? I'm going to get this. Yeah. And I got it. Um, so the reason why that is so important is because she has a friend. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of her. Her name is Kayla Burke. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're friends. Big boss. Big boss right there. Big boss energy. <laughs> yes, I definitely tune in for every episode. So... I was intrigued because I saw that she was a black woman in sales. I had yeah. never really seen that. I've, I typically see men in sales. Like I, it's mm -hmm. just like a male dominated area. 
so when I saw her page, I just was like, oh, she's living it up. She's doing the thing. She's a woman in sales. Come yeah. Somebody. I was like, yes. <laughs> and I just was so inspired by that because I was like, hmm, I have experience as a leasing agent. I don't have exactly like legit sales experience, but I'm really good with people. So I just feel like sales might be my best bet. And that's when uh, course careers came up. So oh, let me pause you right there. Cause you said something that was very important. Like I think real estate is definitely sales. I, I mean, to me, honestly, sales is life. That should be a t-shirt sales is life. Yeah. I, I'll give that to free to whoever wants to make a t-shirt out of that because in every aspect, we got to sell something. When it comes to our kids, we got to sell them the idea of eating vegetables, right? When it comes right. to like this person buying a house, you kind of have to sell the dream of, can you see yourself living here? So absolutely, you were working. So the reason why I want to pause there, because a lot of people kind of downplay, I'm not saying you did this, but a lot of people downplay their experiences and say, oh, I can't do it, when actually it's very much transferable skills. And so mm-hmm. keep going. I just want people to see themselves yeah. in, in your story. And actually, I was actually in the process of trying to get my Louisiana real estate license, but then I realized it's like, I cannot flourish in my home state and mm. definitely can't flourish. You can't flourish in, in Shreveport, like talking about, you can't, you can't do that. Like, Uh-oh. it's just, there's not a lot of opportunities here. It's just, yeah. it's not where I can see myself having a family, being married, things that I really want to do, things that I just really am. Cause you know, I'm, I'm 25 now it's getting to that point where I'm like, eh, it's looking like I need to <laughs> settle down a little bit. And so I was just like, well, I'm going to do what it takes for me to move to my dream city. Mm. And I was able to accomplish that in a shorter amount of time than what I thought I would. I thought it was going to take me maybe another year and a half, two years. But it took me like a few months, like maybe four months to just put everything in place after I got like my offer letter and things like that. Let me ask you something right now, because you made my mind just think. You said that you you were able to accomplish this. Let me, this is random. Did you write down what it is that you wanted to accomplish? Because it sounds like you have either a list whether it's mental or someplace where you kind of like have been documenting your journey. Let me ask you that real quick. Um, so it actually started off with a vision board that I made with my best friend mm. at the beginning of, I think, 21, I want to say, or 22. But I wrote it down one time. I was like, I'm getting out of my mom's house. I love my mom, but it's like she can't support me for the rest of my life. And I know I'm only here yeah. because like COVID issues and I just, you know, rent was just not. I was still in school, like, I only was making $500 every two weeks. Like, I just need to stay with my mom. But, you know, to make her proud, I just was like, I'm going to do exactly what I said I've been trying to do since I was a little kid. I want to move back to Texas. I was actually born in Texas. I was born in Killeen, Texas. But it's just whenever I go to, like, Dallas and places like that, I'm like, I can really see myself here. Like, this is where I want to start my career, build my brand, start a family, all of these things. And I did that. It was just very coincidental because um, the headquarters, like not the headquarters, but one of the offices of the company that I work at is in the exact area that I wanted to move to. Yeah. I didn't know either. And I was like, oh, okay. This is is clearly God's plan. Without God, I would not be here. I will Uh say that because I have cried and just given, almost given up on, I don't know how many occasions because I was just like, I just don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do, but just seeing you know kayla and then seeing ruby like do these things like be these these women that i really want to become in the future i just was like yeah (laughs) i really want that for myself i need that for myself so now i'm just just getting started in my journey um but i found that i was able to just help like friends and then i just wanted to branch off into other things see how i can help other people yeah let me let me pause right there for a second because i don't know people caught that like 
you were able to write down what you wanted to do, what the things that you envisioned for yourself, you were able to put that down, whether it was a vision board or whatever. And I think that that's a powerful thing because this past week, and I'm going to refer to that a couple of times, you know, David brought everybody together. He started playing um, some music in the background. Um, and what happened was he was like, listen, write down what you want to get out of this conference, because if you don't, you're going to miss it. And I think right. a lot of times in life, that's the same thing too. write down what you want to get out of life, where you want to go, the things that you are envisioning, because then you kind of you set yourself on a, on a trajectory to get there. But if right. you do not, you're going to miss it. And so that's why I wanted, when you said that, I was like, light bulb, something clicked there, because I feel like if you did not envision or if you did not pursue the vision that you were, were imagining, which is to move back to Texas, and, and and basically a level up, like somebody said in the comment. I'm going to point out Antoinette. She's like, yes, Kennedy, so proud of your level up, girl. Oh, Antoinette, hey, I know her. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's, she's up there trying to support you. I just want to make sure you knew that. Hey. Yeah, hey, hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> I know, doing? right? <laughs> For reals. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, like when you write that down, you actually can now see it. And then you, by you able to seeing it, you can pursue it in a different way versus just kind of like, let me just see what life happens to me. So go ahead. I was, that was, a, I wanted to make people see oh, yeah. all that. So you, you kind of just, honestly, I'm going to, I'm not even going to lie. You kind of have to be delusional about what you want. Mm. Like, but it. in a good way, like, just be like, oh, I'm going to get that. I can see myself there. You know, and the odds right now might not be in my favor. However, comma, I'm going to make them in my favor at the end of the day and that's exactly what i did i was like you know what yeah tiktok actually believe it or not i used to hate tiktok <laughs> I, I i used to hate it so much i would you not get both. on it i used to hate it now i love it like it's 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 different now it's, it's more educational for me than anything yeah um so you can also just really like build yourself up from TikTok. like a majority of the information I got from if I even wanted to pursue a career in tech sales came from TikTok, mm. but YouTube as well. And I, I made a list. I even made a TikTok about this of the people that I watched to get more confident with my interview skills and be more comfortable in a sales role. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, thank you for, for this. I'm like, these are the people I watched. Do not deviate from what I just said. If you find someone else, great. But this is, <laughs> this is what you need right here. Yeah. This is what you need right here. And it ended up working for other people. They're like, I didn't even know about this page. I didn't know about this channel. I'm like, trust. I obsessed over getting a job in this field specifically Yeah. for, for that entire two months. Mm. And I was just so bent on getting to be at the company I'm at now that I that, that interview process was long. It's like a month and a half. Oh boy, and we can talk oh, about <laughs> we can talk about tech interviews for, for sure, definitely. But I want to go back a little bit because you were talking about um, basically how you envisioned going to Texas, and you got to Texas, and you were inspired by by Kayla, Big Boss Energy. Uh, let's take it up from there. Continue with your story. Oh man, like once it just like this was before she like the podcast is fairly new, so her podcast wasn't out then. Yeah. But I just was like to just look at like her Instagram and be like, wow, she's really doing it. Like she's really just out here, you know. She's been doing it for some years now, and I'm like, oh, I'm just getting started. Like, I mean, is it too late? Like, I'm already about, to, I'm basically 25 already. Like, I could have been here if I would have known about this maybe like three years ago. But would I go back in time and not get my degree had I had known about this? I probably would not have gotten my degree, honestly. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna be so. I probably would not have because. Hmm. I do the work and you really don't need a degree to do it. Hmm. 
in my opinion. Depending on the company, though, I will say that. But in yeah. general, the skills in general, you that's something you can learn on day-to-day just meeting somebody at a Kroger. Just, like, nice <laughs> customer service skills, like, being able to, you know, help someone solve a problem. All I do is try to help people solve problems. Even when I can't solve my own problems, I'm always helping other people solve problems. And yeah. so what Caleb, what Caleb was able to solve for me was my problem with not being able to, at one point, think I could do that. Mm. But seeing mm. her do that, I was like, oh, I absolutely can do that. Look, it's old to me. <laughs> <laughs> I tell folks in real quick. Because everybody here, like, might be in the 30s or 40s. Like, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. What are you trying to say about me? Uh, <laughs> no, but it's, it's kind of weird, though, because, you know, you see those videos of people that are like, yeah, I got my first apartment at 19, and I'm doing this at 19, yeah, yeah. 20, 21. And that's, how, that's why I felt like that. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. That you made know what? Me feel very old. <laughs> let me let me say something that I think might I, I kind of disagree with you on a little bit on this when it comes to that. I think some of them are capping. I think some of them are. Some of them are telling the truth. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are. No, you're right. Some of them you're are. Right. Some of them some of them are capping. Some of them are like they're like, can I rent this space for a day? I just want to show off a little bit, and then they're like they go on back to their mama's house in the basement. So uh, <laughs> we could talk about that more though. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but for real, for real. Uh, I and um. Going back to what you were saying, though, like you you were inspired by Kayla Instagram, and then how did that? Did you did you start course careers already, or were you about to start course careers? Like what happened there? I was about to. Okay. So like when, because you know, like Ruby, she took her social media hiatus, and I found Kayla. I just when I was looking at her page, I was like, enterprise sales. What is that? You know, and I kid you not, like after that, I started seeing course careers everywhere. I don't know how. But it's, it got to a point where I was like, I'm not doing this course. Like, it just was like, <laughs> Stop following I don't want to do this. Like, no matter where I was, I could open YouTube, there's an ad. Like, it just was everywhere in the in the Google search. I'm like, clearly this is a sign because I've never had something like this happen to me before. Like, I would yeah. see an ad and then it'd be gone. It was not gone. It was always there if because mm-hmm. I was still watching all those sales videos. So I that may have had something to do, but it was the only ad I would see. I wouldn't see anything else. And I'm just like, okay, let me check this out. 14 yeah. day trial. Okay. I ended up liking it, so I stayed. And mm. mind but mind you, yeah. Remember, I was making five hundred dollars every two weeks. Trust and believe I was getting that one fifty out every two weeks. Woo! Child. So if it was Lord. not for my mama letting me stay with her for free. Mm. It would have been rough. It would have been rough. Struggling. It would have been rough. Oh, man. But also, I will say this. The job that I did have really did help me because I I was working basically as, like, an assistant for, like, a recruiting company. So, basically, I just helped them find contacts. Look at that. To reach out to. And I use Zoom info every day. So, Mm. I'm essentially doing the same thing, just different. And it just worked out. (laughs) What? You using right. Zoom info to find more for find talent for these recruiters, you could get an idea of what they're looking for because you have insider knowledge. They're telling you what their 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 ICP yeah. BP is. Yeah, they wanted me to they wanted me to find points of contact. So like, who is like the you know HR manager? Who is the CIO? They wanted me to find specific people. And I made an Excel list of people every day mm. for like a year until I was able to get in. Like, well, not even a year, maybe like a like nine months I worked there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I loved them though. They were great. I loved the little office. I like sitting in my little cubicle, but I was, I didn't even tell them like, y'all, I'm not gonna lie, I do not plan on being here for long. And they were like, mm. we don't blame you, leave. 
<laughs> like, you know, you know <laughs> like, like we, like he's like, you have so much ambition, and we knew you weren't gonna be here for very long, because it's like yeah. we only really just try to find people that are still in college or freshly out to try to like get their feet wet, mm. and then move on to like their next, you know, role. And so here we are. Let me, let me. No, I gotta, I gotta pause again because keep pausing. So, we can, we can this right it. here, people <laughs> don't don't miss these gems, y'all. Don't miss these gems. Don't because miss these gems. Right here is you you saying like, okay, you talked about customer service work, how that helped you to become who you are in sales. You talked about real estate, how that helped you to become who you are in sales. You literally did a job that helped had you doing prospecting for them, having you doing research for them. And I assume outreach as well, because you're reaching out to these, uh, the recruiters are reaching out, right? They they reached out, but I wasn't a recruiter, so I couldn't, Uh but I just made their job easier. But the, and that's a job you did like two thirds of a job of an SDR, and then the real estate aspect of it, you have to do discovery. You have to figure out what are the pain points of your client, what areas they need, where they're looking to move to. So you literally did this entire sales cycle in an unconventional way, and I want people to see that in in regards to your own life, you actually may have been developing these skills over a period of time and did not even realize it. What I did not know. Years, years, me and, me and years, you both. Years, years. <laughs> me and you years. both. Oh man! And so, what course careers allows you to do is basically to take language and be able to now have language for the things that you've probably been doing for years and did not even know. See, when I started course careers, that was when it was like no one was really like it wasn't as many people as it, as it is now, and the website was being A/B tested, like they were yeah. trying to figure it. Like yeah. I was there for I was there from the beginning, low key. Yeah. I should have gotten deeper into this in the beginning because I probably would have gained more knowledge and everything like that. I actually mm-hmm. have considered going through the course again just to refresh. Yeah. But now, now when I look at it, I'm like, fancy. Huh? Oh, y'all are spoiled. Oh my god, we didn't have all this. <laughs> yeah. Like back in my day, mm-hmm. we didn't have all this. Yeah. But I still got my my job at my dream company. Either way, so no matter what it looked like. Yeah, it's still happening, but it's just like, ooh, like everything looks so sleek, so good, so nice. I can see what yes. Troy's vision was because at first I just was like, I don't know what Troy's doing. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what he's doing, but whatever he's doing, I just know it's going to just be like, oh, Troy's gonna get his name out there. Trust by any means necessary. One thing Troy gonna do is get his name out there and and provide his mm-hmm. value propositions. A mm-hmm. one. The mm-hmm. value props. Oh my God. You preaching, Kennedy. You preaching. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> was, like it was just like, ooh, he's spitting, spitting. Like he he ain't yeah. said not one wrong thing yet. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to do this. I'm willing to set aside a majority of my paycheck for this because I want to see if it works. One thing about me, I'm gonna yeah. see if something works. I hate paying for stuff. Yeah. Now, did I get my real estate license? No, mm. but. Tech sales allows me to get have that entrepreneurial thing that I was looking for in real estate, yeah. but with stability. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's why I'm gonna stick with that. You know, real estate. I'm not gonna give it up though. Am I probably gonna get my license? No. Yeah. But I know I want to invest and <laughs> in probably you know things of that nature. Yeah. Once I get a little bit more established, so real estate mm-hmm. will still be a part of my life. But I just want I won't be going out because I'm a, I was kind of like concerned about safety. You know, me being a being by myself and showing these yeah. houses and things like that, but don't don't trust. I'm, I'm once I get my bread up a little bit more, I'll mm-hmm. be investing. Hey, I think that's the way to go. I I know of 
a friend of mine, Antoine Way. Shout out to Black Heights if you know Black Heights. Oh, Black Heights. Black oh, Heights. He was he was on my list of people to watch. Oh, watch him. Balantic. He was. Oh yeah, watch him. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he was everywhere as well for me. Like just yeah. when I saw Course Careers, I saw Black Heights, and he is yeah. definitely on my TikTok. I made sure to shout him out and say, "Like y'all watch him." Yes, y'all and, watch Antoine. And here's the thing about Antoine: like, as if you know his story, he's got the bag, right? He's he's doing really well in the space. But even him as an executive, he took Course Careers, and I, you gotta check that story. That interview's on my YouTube page, or go go ahead and check that out. Technique tips. I didn't mean to watch that one. I need to watch that. Oh yeah, watch it. it. Interesting that he did that like that. Yeah, he did it because, like, like I said, sometimes we have the skills, but to have the language and the understanding. And he, and he, even to this day, he said it was what it was a great decision for him. And he has a degree in te- in technology and management. He has like, and he was like, course careers was was really valuable. So if you are interested in course careers, y'all, I did not forget to do this. I put it in the description below. It, basically, it's how I broke into tech. There's a link there plus fifty dollars off. So if you have not joined the course. Now is your opportunity. You may have been just like Kennedy, seeing commercials left and right, popping up on your phone, popping up on your computer. Everywhere, and, man. And, and this was your, and now is your sign. Be like, you know what? I'm not going to delay this. It, it, what does it cost me? Right? And so go ahead, click the link below, sign up. Just keep listening, though, because we got a lot more to share. But go ahead and click that link below. If you are already an STR looking to actually take and get skills to become an AE or even looking to transition into cybersecurity, go check out Level Clears, Clears as well. They have some great things there. You could go ahead and click the link below in order to become an AE or be a SOC or SOC analyst for a company, a cyber tech company. So let's keep it going because this conversation is good. We're going to talk about it. You're in course careers. How was the course for you? Oh, man. It was just so extensive, right? And honestly, I'm going to tell them there's a part. There is a part. I'm pretty sure I can say this. There is a part where you have to like, you know, the part we have to read, right? The the reading part. The books. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't read those. I did not. Read those. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Now, but but wait, don't <laughs> okay. crucify me. Don't no, crucify me. So so like no, in high school, and I have sworn by this, my English teacher, Miss Osmond, I loved her so much, right? Mm. She told me one day. She was like, if you want a book, and you just don't have the means to pay for it or whatever just look up the book and then like full text right and Mm. i did that so i didn't buy any of the books i did not but definitely like outlines of the books came up with like the important parts yeah and then like the book itself so i was i would trust i had i had like maybe one of the books but for the other ones i found outlines for because i just really wanted to be like okay do i necessarily have time to read all three of these books no Mm. How, so I'm one thing about me. I'm gonna work smarter and not harder. I'm gonna find a different route. And that's on, what sis. I did because it's like all I need to know is the main objective. I don't need to know like it's like the random mm. parts of the book. It was like I'm sitting in this chair eating this banana. I don't care about that. Mm. I need the nitty gritty. I need like the. This is what you do. Boom, this, boom, this, boom. This, I need that. That's how I operate. That's how I operate in my day to day. I'm gonna try to find a way. Uh-oh. The teacher job again. They, they do have them free on audio, but me being yeah. me. I will deviate from audio. Mm. So I thought about audio. Gonna, like your mind would wander. Like if you listen to it, your mind would wander. You saying it would wander. Like oh, okay, yeah, it you. would wander. It would wander. So I needed something like in my face, just there, to just be like, yep, 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 yep. And I got it. And I was like, oh, there's the answer. And there we go. There's the answer right there. So mm. it's like, do I think I'm gonna buy those books eventually? Yes, because I do kind of want to start like a, a collection of books. Yeah. My little book bookshelf. 
Yeah. But because I was based, I had a, I was on a time crunch. I was like, no. So yeah. that was the only part of it. But like everything else, it was just extensive. It was like this, this, this. We know what works. We know what doesn't. This might come up, and you might have an interview like this. But one thing I will say that whenever I like do like um, my coaching and everything, some yeah. people don't know that some interviews are behavioral. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Let's, there's no ooh, like, hey, ooh. can you pitch to me? Go deep into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you sometimes in interviews they because it's like they're gonna basically teach you the job, especially yeah. if it's an entry level one. They're not gonna expect you to really necessarily, depending on the company, maybe a startup, but they're like they're not gonna be like, hey, so can you run me through like a wholesale cycle and things like that? Yeah. Probably not. They're probably gonna be like so. Can you tell me about a time where you had a difficult situation with a customer or a prospect and how you resolved that? Mm-hmm. Or how did you overcome a particular challenge in your life? It doesn't have to be job related. Yeah. A challenge in general. They want to know how you think, how you react, and how you solve at yeah. the end of the day. That will make or break you. So if you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I just listened to their problem and I just was like, I gave them a solution. They want to know how you did that. Yes. Yeah, stand out as a very strong candidate on top of doing your research on the company, each company that you apply for. If you can just let them know, like you, this, you had a clear strategy on how you're going to do this, and also the resolution and the outcome of that. Mm-hmm. Like the one that I gave had a had a very upset prospect or customer, yeah, whatever you want to call her. Yeah, I addressed her concern, came up with some options. To the point to where after I got done, this was when I was a leasing agent, I was giving her a tour because she just was concerned about, you know, her son being off on his own for the first time I gave her that tour. And she felt so much better that she gave me a hug after. Wow. Like, um, it's, it's it's things just, just from that, just from she came in upset and she mm-hmm. left because I, I was like, you know, my building's right here. He'll be right here next to me if he needs anything, just things that she wanted to just feel okay. At the mm. end of the day, they want to feel understood and just heard and like you actually care about what it is that they're coming in for because you don't know them right yeah but you have to know them in that moment yeah and you may never see them again but you still have to know them in that moment yeah and you know what's so powerful what you're saying is that this is something that is preached again and again i had uh shanae the recruiter cousin i interviewed her great conversation y'all that's one of the older ones i had so y'all need to go back in the archives for that one she talked about the star method situation task right it's right there situation tax what action you took and the result of that so we basically need to have stories and i'm talking to the audience here we need to have stories when we're coming into these interviews because it is a conversation we're going to talk about that because i know that's something that you preach because that you are a course careers coach so y'all if you want a coach to reach out to uh kenny is here for you you can go ahead and reach out to her go to her linkedin add her as a friend send her a message say like yo you're a course careers coach i really want to make sure that i can get and land this job but not only land the interview but make it to where i land it completely like go through the interview process and make it unscathed right <laughs> so uh, let, let's let's talk about that a little bit more so you finished the course you did it in about two months you said and then you were able to now in your interview processes decide okay how i want to do it did you mass apply or did you actually do it in a specific way? Because this is what people want to hear. Oh, you know, it really breaks my heart if I hear, if someone comes into one of my sessions and they're like, yeah, I applied to 50 jobs this week. 
I'm just like, good. Why did you do that? You know, but you know, it's not their fault. They've probably been told. I wouldn't necessarily say wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't keep track of the companies you apply for. I'm yeah. not saying that at all, because please do that. But there is no reason why it's been a week and you have 50 applications out and now you probably have like 10 interviews in a week. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Reason why that is not good. One, like I said earlier, you have to research each company before your interview because they want to see if you actually know about the company, what yeah. solution that they provide to people, what their value prop is. And show genuine interest in that company because they're going to be able to tell if you're applying just for a job. Yeah. They, they're going to, you're going to be out of there by like the first interview. And they're like, I don't know why I'm getting, I'm not getting response. It's because they could tell. Because mm-hmm. they could tell. So to limit that, I tell people do not apply to maybe more than like five companies at a time. Mm. That way you can just do like the deep research. But here's the problem. I also told people I guarantee from that list of 50, you not go, you're not going to want to work at at least maybe 25 40 of them. Of them. <laughs> maybe 40. Maybe 40. And I tell people how you mm. eliminate that is to get on Glassdoor for every single company. Yeah. Because that's where you get all the tea. You make an account, you'll see employee reviews, benefits, things of that nature. And also a company's LinkedIn presence matters a lot. Yeah. Like, if it's kind of like dead, that's probably not a company you want to work for. But if you see the employees, the employees oh. are like group picks together, things of that nature, those are things that I would look for. Hold on, let me, let me break that down again. You said, because I know the Glassdoor part, but you said check out a company's LinkedIn page and see if they're active, see if what they're doing, like, like break that down for people because they're like, wait a second, what do you mean? Because it's like when you come, there are some LinkedIn pages where it's like it's a LinkedIn page for the sake of it being a LinkedIn page, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say you go to like a, a company, you go on Google, right? This is probably like a really broad one. But you everything you see about Google, 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 Google. You see employees. You see them taking mm-hmm. pictures together. You see what they're doing in the community. You see like what outings they've went on. You see things of that nature because that is a key indicator that they do pour into their employees. Mm. Now, if you don't see that, I'm not saying it might not be there, but it's kind of a red flag to me because I'm like, you can't just care about a potential candidate's prospect without like a, a potential candidate's uh, LinkedIn page without yeah. caring about your own as a company. Because mm. then I'm 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 also like trying to see if we're gonna be a good fit, right? I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, yeah. Go ahead. We'll come back to that. If if it don't if I don't see that, I'm like eh. You're probably not what I want to do. And people also have to be able to figure out, are they willing to take the risk of working at a startup or do they want something with more stability? Okay. I didn't want to work at a startup. I I, I picked a more well-established company over a startup mm. just because I just was like, mm, I'm not entirely sure about the company outlook. Okay. I don't know. And maybe when I become like an account executive, I might branch off into maybe a startup, but I love my company. So it's like yeah. I don't really see myself leaving. But mm. like – yeah nah. <laughs> let's, go, let's go back there for a second because some people like some people preach and i'm, I'm not i kind of slightly disagree with you th- with this one only because some people preach like if you get into a good startup you can grow with them but you're saying eh, if you want security because i know you talked about that being secure and the real estate was was cool but it wasn't as secure and all these other things like you you're saying depending on what the priority of the person is what they may want to do because there's some people that go into a startup 
And let's say it's a company that's from uh, international, but they're starting here in the New York in, in the United States. They may start with that company, and then like six months later, they're promoted to this degree and they're promoted to this position or whatever the case may be. And their growth is accelerated in the start. Right. But you're you're saying like, oh, weigh the pros and the cons because if you're if your goal is stability, startup might not be for you. That's what you're saying. Um, sort of, kind of, because it's. I know there's a way, so it's, it's a, I forgot what it's called, I, I, I really forgot what it's called, but it's like when yeah. they get like funded at a certain point, those are the startups. Oh, that Series I'm, like, A, B, I'm okay. and, yeah. yeah, yeah, but when they're like kind of just like those ones that are like, hey, we're a startup, we don't have that many employees, I'm like, ooh, nah, I don't know about that, <laughs> but if I was maybe more established, cool, but once you start seeing them like, because there's a way to, is it like TechCrunch, I think? Is it oh, like, is it, right? I, it's it's where no it's Crunchbase. Okay, Crunchbase. Oh, yeah. Crunchbase. That's how you can be able to figure out like if that's probably a startup that you can probably work at. I was mm-hmm. I didn't want to personally take the risk at the time. Yeah. I prop I I just I don't know what it was, but it's just because I don't know n- enough about tech that I just did not want to. Yeah. But yeah, the only thing was I did want to be able to promote quickly, but at the same time I was like, eh, this is this would be a this would be, be a jog for me, you know? Like yeah. I need something that would allow me to jog. Yeah, and not yeah. feel you know like it's like okay it, it, it but some startups work for certain types of people yeah mm-hmm. it just wouldn't have worked for me starting out trying to move and everything like that i wanted to be yeah. able to physically go into an office yeah like and we were only we were only going to go in one day a week now it's four but yeah. like that was the thing about the startup for me is that they were completely remote i'm like i kind of want to go into an office i want that office vibe so i'm like mm. people that can't that people that i tell people that want to be like prioritize remote try maybe a startup but if you really don't want to prioritize remote and you want that that corporate setting, by all means, do that. Yeah. Because that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to be like, oh, I'm in the office today. I'm sitting at my desk. <laughs> see something. my coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. That's what I wanted. So it just depends on what that person wants mm-hmm. on if they should work out a startup or if they shouldn't. Yeah, there's definitely pros and cons to it. I know yeah. I used to be in a startup uh, years ago without actually really kind of understand the, the position I was in. But being in that startup, we're literally in the same room as a CEO. There's a group of us, uh, but it was it was in an office and it was it was legit. It was legit. It was nothing sketchy about it at all. But the one thing I did notice is that you're literally the CEO could see how you're performing and he could be like, listen, I like this person. I want them to do X, Y and Z. And I saw people get promoted pretty quickly. And I was like, oh, this is dope. And so it really is that pro and con. Like you got to outweigh like literally what it is that you're stepping into and what it is that your life circumstances dictate that you because you want to be in a place to succeed. And so, and there's some good call. There's some good uh, stuff in here. I want to point this out. You know, this is going back to what you're talking about with strategy. Uh, and Darren says, you have to be, have to have a specific strategy when it comes to applying for jobs, make sure your previous or current roles and experience align with the role you're applying to also make sure your salary expectations are reasonable and Keywords are important. A lot of y'all are getting not making it through because the computer system itself is shutting you down before you even get to a human being looking at your resume. <laughs> That's a conversation That's altogether. So That's another That's guy so altogether. Real. You're putting the same resume out. No, not same. The keywords aren't there. And the computer's like, listen, I ain't going to waste their time. You're gone. So that's why what you're saying is so important. So let's dive into back into what you're talking about with the strategy that you have. I think people need to hear it. So as far as like interviewing or like just in general? I, I would say as in as a part of your applying and then into your interview process. Yeah. Okay. So 
I would look on LinkedIn first and do like the the filter of like entry level this area and I would find, you know, some I would look through each description to see like what their expectations are. And some of them were kind of like, you know, they need to have like three years of sales experience. I know personally that you don't like apply anyway. If they just like you as a candidate, you'll just they'll just forget that part. But I would look at the description, see if it's a description that I felt like I matched with the most. And I would write them down as a potential, a potential company of interest. So I would start off with my list of like 10. Then I would get on Glassdoor, look up each company, and then I dropped it down by like five. I was like, okay, mm. I don't want to work here. I don't want to work here. I don't want to work here. Apply. First of all, I want to tell y'all, do not use that easy apply button. It is a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> I agree with you there. I agree with you there. It is a trap. That is actually a key indicator that you will not get that job. Because <laughs> they, I had to like... I never used it, but just something about it, I just was like, just how I was it's doing my easy. strategy, I was like, uh-uh, like, nah. Like, they, this is a trap. They have this here to bait you in. Mm. No, you need to reach out personally to the hiring manager for each job. Like, hey, my name is so-and-so. And then just, you know, basically do like an introduction with like a little signature at the bottom. That way they can see that you really want to work there. Ooh, easy right. apply, it's kind of like, eh, I just want this job, right? But no, when you stand out, it's like, ooh, no, she wants this career, right? Oh, say that again, because I think they missed that. You said oh, do, do the email signature. I, yeah, yeah. I think the I think the people in the back, the back, y'all in the back, y'all here. I think they need to hear <laughs> that one more time. You did what? You sent an email out. Talk about that again. I sent an email out to each like when if the hiring manager was in LinkedIn description, I sent an email out with my signature at the bottom, like with my picture and everything like that, saying, Hello, my name is so and so. I'm very interested in your company. I like the fact that y'all can do this, 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 and this. If you are, you know, looking for a potential candidate, I feel like I would be your best fit because so and so and so and so. And then I would look forward to hearing from you and then the best comma Kennedy at the bottom. And then you see my email signature with like my picture smiling. That's professional looking. They want you're representing mm. them. So if you can just stand out before you even get the interview, you're golden. Absolutely golden. Absolutely golden. Living your life like golden. Like it's golden. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but you just have to just make sure you're doing everything possible to stand out. And then let's say yeah. you get your first round interview. Follow up after that first round. Like, mm-hmm. thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you telling me so and so and so and so. And then also with like when you're getting interviewed, they like when you basically inquire about them. Why did you want to work here? Yes. And having not having questions at an interview is a red flag as a candidate. Like you have to be able to be like, even if you don't just come up with a question, be like, so why? Why is this like this? Or like, why do y'all do this like this? Mm. Or just like. Oh, so I read about this. Can you give me more insight about that? Now, sometimes they might yeah. be like, I can't answer that, but I can get you in touch with someone that can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that just to add to what you're saying, it should definitely be a conversation. Like right now we're having yes. a conversation. You should right. definitely have a conversation with your with your the person that's recruiting you, the hiring manager, because, listen, they, they, recently, they, poked, they, they chose you for a reason. There was right. something on your resume. There's something that you did in the process that attracted them, attracted you to them. And they're like, okay, this, they see value in you. So if you come to the table, like, look, I have value. I want to see what you're about as much as you want to see what I'm about. Let's talk right. about it. And about not, it. not, not, and of course, like you mentioned, smile, like show that energy, show that you have a passion for learning about what they do, of course. But then, but then ask some questions about like, you know, like, I mean, I want to say the specific ones, but 
you could ask some questions about the culture find a find a, find a unique way to say because they kind of hear that question all the time you could ask some questions about you know quota attainability which i think is very huge if you like mm-hmm. you want to make sure that this company is a company that on average you people are hitting their quota you know mm-hmm. um so you want to ask them those questions but you want to keep it conversational like i think you mentioned it earlier you want to add some humor to it if you can make them laugh like that's mm-hmm. a great thing if you can, you know like How's your day going? Well, the sun is out. I'm here. I'm excited. You know, like you want to be able to show them that this is a person they want to have on their team. Yeah, don't bore them. Please don't. They have to go through so many candidates. So if you just can, like just brighten up their day somehow, please do that. Yes. <laughs> don't yes. overdo it though, because they, you know, they're gonna be like, oh. But you know, just subtle, subtle here and now, like what we're doing right now, just subtle, subtle little, little, little inserts in there somewhere, and you know, they'll be like, I liked her. She made me laugh today. Yeah. No one else did that. I mm. like this one. We're gonna pack. We're, yeah, we're gonna put her in the good pile. As long <laughs> as you just do things to get put in the good pile, you're gonna be yeah. all right. It's like Santa. I'm on. I'm not on the naughty list, Lord. I'm not on the naughty list, Santa. I'm not on the naughty list. I'm not on the naughty list. I am definitely on the good list. <laughs> That's and right. I intend to stay on the good list for as long um, as possible. Yeah. So, so you, so basically, all that you did got you that job, pretty much. Now you're at that job. You're in the tech company, right? Mm-hmm. What, what? What were the things that surprised you in a positive way about being in tech? And what's something like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. And I'm oh like, God, ah. everybody's so chill. Everybody is mm. so chill. Like, I just, I thought it was going to be like cutthroat. Like, you got to be on it. No, these are very down to earth, transparent. They, I'm mm. like, oh, this is a different type of work environment. And no one's micromanaging me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> like, where is everyone? Everybody's at doing their own thing. Okay. You know? I'm, that's all right. I'm all for that because I it just I felt like I didn't have to you looking over my shoulder seeing what I'm doing. No, no. Yeah. They're, they'll be able to tell through other means what you're doing. They don't have to be present for that. But everybody's just really conversational. They're just like they they get like they're not. They're just they just act like people. Mm. And there's like that like hanging out after work. That's that's fine too. You want to grab a drink or something? I was like, yeah. Where are we going? Like I just I I never I had never felt that. Like yeah. it's also like like with tech, it's like you'll find that you're hanging out with your coworkers at work with like a company provided like event or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is nice. There's no there's not a pizza box in sight. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is you... nice. You mean to tell me we have tacos? Okay. We're changing up here. We're changing up over we here. We have tacos. Oh man. And we have good, we have good food. Charcuterie? I don't even like charcuterie, but it's just the fact that there was charcuterie. The option was there. The option was there. Man. The option was there. Yeah, I, I, just to let the guests know, y'all, we're going to have a Q&A session right after this. So if you have questions, um, you can start prepping your questions even right now. I'm going to go through the comment section on LinkedIn, if you're on Facebook. Or even if you're on YouTube, I'm gonna go through the comment section and look up questions that we can answer. So just be, be just stay tuned. The conversation is good. So I, I almost forgot to say that, but I want to remind y'all this is a QA session as well. Uh, she is a course careers coach. So take advantage of this opportunity because today's price. Yes. Yeah, yesterday's price is not today's price. You know, whatever he said. Uh, <laughs> but um, but like I want to kind of talk about that for a second because my company is fully remote and you work in your office. Uh, I could talk about what it is to work fully remote. Uh, For me, I personally like it because of my family dynamic and the things that I have going on in life. 
you know, I love that ability to be like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, run an errand right now, bring home groceries, whatever the case may be. And, or I'm going to go for to the gym or whatever, or work out, or go for a walk, whatever, and come back to work and have that flexibility. Can you talk about what it's like being in the office and, and really what that, like you kind of touched on a little bit, but like what that culture is like? Oh, I love being in the office because when they feed us like every single day, right? So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just nice being able to just walk in, grab a nice coffee. Everything's pretty much complimentary and just be like, oh, I'm about to start my day saying, hey, how you doing? Come to my desk. We have standing desks. Everybody has standing desks. Nice. That blew me away when I walked in and I'm like, my first day, I'm like, is he skateboarding in my face? He skateboarded in my face. He skateboarded right by me. <laughs> I just was like, okay. I'm just going to the know? bathroom. That's literally what they do. That's literally what they do. They'll just skateboard to the bathroom. And <laughs> it just was nice, you know, just being able to, like, have casual conversation with everybody. We, we, we're doing our thing. There's also, like, those little walking treadmill things in there. And I, I was, just, like, a treadmill desk. So it's like I could work and walk on the treadmill. And I was like, oh, my God. Massage chairs. I was like, oh, my God. What type of office is this? It's like they want you to feel comfortable and you have options, right? It's like I'll walk by someone's playing ping pong when they're taking a break Mm. or they'll like, you know, just go outside to work. Like, it's just really nice. I just I enjoy working Mm. in the office just because it's like I like seeing people. And then it's like I do have my days where I'm like, okay, I really need to double down on my work. I do not go into the office today because it's like I need to do some deep work. I I, it's like I just sacrifice that. Right. I'm like meeting my numbers and just being able to just really focus it's more so what I'm worried about, right? And mm. but when I go in, it's like, hey, how's everyone doing? You know, it's like how you know, like we're gonna hit our quarter today. We're gonna we're gonna get to, <laughs> we're gonna get what we, we gotta do. What we gotta do. We have things to do. And it's it's a very social environment. I I will say that. Yeah, I gotta go ahead and answer answer that because it's very similar to what I experienced when I worked. I was actually temping for a tech company years ago, and this a similar thing happened like you go in there there's food that's provided there's a ping pong table there's also like a blender you can make your own smoothies with the fruits and vegetables inside like it it, 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 it surprised you and so and that says you know that's across the board in tech when i landed my software engineering job i was extremely shocked at how relaxed everything was and she actually added it to that she's like, it, like you said you put it on the company's tab <laughs> she's like hey man like she you know this is this is a different world from where we come from like the song says and so uh this is uh something that i think once people get into it especially working in an office environment they really try to retain talent so they do all these different things in order to leave stress and retain talent and they have like this more relaxed environment i love what you just said i'm gonna just kind of kind of steal that for a second like and i've seen that before too where people can work wherever around the office they could go to the lounge they could work there they could whatever the case may be where they feel comfortable they can do that and so i think a lot of people definitely may be missing out on on these opportunities i just gotta give you a little prop because my brother scott said it bro kenny is murdering the show she's dropping so much knowledge thank you for this joseph i think this is my new favorite interview and uh oh, we, thanks yeah, yeah. And, and just remind y'all she's a coach y'all so if you want to hit her up uh, one-on-one basis, she could definitely talk to you about some things. Now, not to turn too to uh, morbid or whatever the case may be, but we're gonna kind of get a little bit more on us, uh, just kind of looking at a different angle. There are things to be mindful of in tech. Like, yes, they provide food, but you want to be mindful of how much you're eating. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. uh, yes, they 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 provide opportunities to play ping pong, but you also want to be mindful of how much time you're spending in there. There's a mindfulness that you still need to have working in tech. Can you talk about what are the things that people may want to avoid, landmines, things of that nature, just to kind of avoid being, again, put on that naughty list, even if you got the job? Yeah, so, like, I would avoid doing too many leisure leisure things, like, that don't involve, like, if you're just not by your laptop at all, don't, don't do that. Like, like, it's really good. It's, like, just bring it with you wherever you are. That way, if something comes through that just shows you're proactive, but it's, like, you're still kind of leisurely doing things, but it's... Also, just the fact that it's like, don't draw like any type of negative attention to yourself that would look as though you'd never do any work, right? Mm. Like, don't do that. Because <laughs> you don't know if you're being watched or not, and you don't know by whom. You That's don't know true. who is, you do not know who is the internal company spy in that office. You do not know. They, they, they're, they exist. They, they exist, y'all. Exist. They don't, like, I, <laughs> it's not a, it's not something that they advertise, but they exist, you know? So it's like, yeah. You know, yes, sales can get pretty stressful sometimes, but Mm -hmm. I have learned while being on the job, you can, you make it more stressful by like deviating from your your plan of the day. I live by my Google calendar. I have learned that Mm -hmm. I am not a physical planner type of girl. I am definitely a a Google calendar girly because I like to be able to just pull it up on my phone and be like, what do I have to do today? Things of that nature. Um, Be as organized as possible. Like, so once you like deviate from that, it's like, it's so hard to catch up and then you're unnecessarily more stressed. And people can tell that they're like, "Oh my God!" They're like, he, "He's trying to catch up." Like, you gotta come on now. And I, I have all Apple products right now because yeah. I like to have everything synced so I don't miss anything. Like, I get notification on my watch if a notification comes through through email from a prospect on my phone. Yeah. It's on there too. We're, I'm doing this from my iPad. I, I, I invested in a cellular Apple yeah. Watch and cellular iPad for this job. Mm. Cause I just wanted to be able to feel like I could still go places, but then I'm like, Oh, let me answer this email real quick. Let me do this. Yeah. Let me do that. It's like just making sure that you do a lot of more, a lot more efficient things to be able to be like, Hmm, this makes my job a lot more easier. Now, does it make you kind of look like you might be doing too much? Maybe, maybe, but, but at the same time, you're also just considering like, you don't want to miss anything. You don't want to miss an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it's like, just don't do anything that could cause you to miss opportunities. Yeah. You're being proactive. You're being proactive. Now, I'm, I, I'm going to go to the comment section again real quickly. I do see here that the leisure things are for people who are really making and closing deals. I'm just not there yet. That, that is so true. That is very true. That is a word. Word of the day. That is a word because I'll see people come in for two hours and they just leave. Because mm. it's like they they don't. They're, they're killing it. Like it's like they they killing it. Like I. I Duh. <laughs> like, yeah. They don't really have to do it. And the company knows that they're not going to bother them. You're yeah. like, okay. I'm not there yet either. I'm going to get there, though. Trust yeah. me, believe that. Yes. But, we, we, but I'm just starting out. I am. I just got here. <laughs> but we will get there. Yeah. And then Antoine actually came back. She said it takes a very responsible person, which is what you're talking about, to properly manage the work without taking advantage of the perks and independence. Another word. Another word. I'm gonna leave that up there a little bit longer so that people can take their sermon notes down. Uh, but yeah, like, like it's so true because you may think like you buddy buddy with this person that's killing it. You, you're, you're, you're set. You guys are the one. That's your ping pong buddy. You playing all the time. You are playing pools together. You might even play video mm-hmm. games. I uh, had an interview with, um, with, with, with Dre 
uh, the other day, and he's like, "Yeah, we have video games at our place, at our spot." He's like, "Oh, where?" They're like, "Yeah," and so you might kind of find yourself doing that, but then at the same time, they're killing it, and you are, you know, you're okay, and that, but that puts you in the sightlines of the of the company snitch, <laughs> and, and then you in trouble. Uh, so you definitely want to be able to do, you know, uh, no, no offense to company snitches out there, just you know, make sure that. I no, I mean that's sure that. they're they're very important. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like they 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 need to be there. To be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Um. But they, they but there's hardly ever a thing where it's like a like they feel like they have to do that. Mmm. 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 Oof. All right. So I have one more question, y'all, before Q and A, because I want to open up the lines for y'all to have your questions. Since Kennedy is here, we're here in the building. We outside, right? As they say, she literally is outside. Uh, we outside. Literally. <laughs> so in my car. Yeah. <laughs> this job goes. helped me get this car. I was I was as soon as I got my offer. Testify. No, no, stop. Let's stop right there. Testify. What how did the how did the company help you? So let's talk about that. I got my offer letter. Let's see. I started course careers in June, got my offer letter October after like a month and a half of applying. Like July okay, June. I st- but I finished the course August. Uh-huh. Got my offer letter October. My mom Used to, used to be a postal worker, so she has like a particular credit union. Went right to that credit union. I'm like, hey, I have my offer letter. What can I get? They wrote me a check. I went all the way to Longview, yeah. an hour away from Shreveport. It'll get my car. I was like, I want this car. Left with my car that day. Wow. But I didn't start work until December. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They just saw the offer letter. Be like, okay, you're good. They let me start early, actually. Which um, one do you want? Really, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was like, I'm about to go get my car, and I've had my car since November. Um, this is my baby right here. Uh, this is yeah. like one of my biggest accomplishments besides my apartment, but like being able to live in my first apartment by myself because I'm, you know, college. You always have a roommate. This is yeah. my cat, which I'm pretty sure you saw in the other interview. He hit me twice. If y'all go to my other interview with Chris, Bassett, he hit me twice. He does not like. He does not like when I ignore him on Zooms. But anyway. But yeah, so mm. this is my accomplishment right here. This, Your this, husband better be prepared. <laughs> he going be fighting. He be fighting with you that know, cat. You, honestly, he loves people. Don't get me wrong, but it's All like right. that's my that's my that's my child right there. I ain't got a man yet. Yep. But just know that he, the cat stays. No of course. What, the cat is not going nowhere. So when I get a man, it's like you signing up for my son. <laughs> on top of that. Yeah. He knows that too. I'm just saying uh-huh. that you know, you know how children are when if, the, if there's somebody else that comes into the family, they're like, "Who are you?" I can see the cat be like, "Who are you?" And I know you'll re- be like, "Who are you?" But then he'll go rub up on their leg. Like he's very friendly. <laughs> okay, he's okay. A, he's a very friendly. He's orange, big orange cat. Oh, okay. He's very friendly, but he just does yeah. not like when I get on Zooms. Ignore him. He hates that. He cannot stand yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good thing about it is that he, he you know, he he knows the deal. He knows the deal. He knows uh, the deal. So I gotta go to this comic. I thought it was very funny. Uh, all offense to company stitches. <laughs> so Look, they serve their purpose. Yeah, they serve their purpose. Yeah, for the betterment of the company, not us sometimes. But uh, when it comes to and the Darren says at my company, we are paired up with a business partner that works out well, especially when your business partner is a sales rep that's killing it. I think I think it's a great idea actually um, to just pair up people. Normally, I just kind of go to my manager. My manager is great. Uh, shout out to you, Caroline, if you're watching. Uh, but yeah, so I know I normally I normally just do that uh, to get like insight and things of that nature. Uh, so I want to be I want to be honest because I did see a comment earlier uh, by somebody who was looking for work. We know that the market is a little bit challenging 
What would you say to encourage somebody right now who is looking for a role to break into tech, whether it's in cybersecurity, SDR, whatever it may be, what would you say to encourage them to say like, hey, keep going right now? It's, it's not over. You're just beginning. What would you say to them? I would literally just say that, like, just keep going anyway, because it's like, if I would not have kept going anyway, and I wanted to stop, I would still be living at my mom's house with nothing. Mm. I would, like, it's like, you have to still look at the goal at the end of the day. Like, market or not, there are people still signing up to be real estate agents, despite the housing market. There are people still putting themselves out there to try to get, because you never know what company is actually going to take a chance on you. So I'd rather yeah. you would, you would, you'll feel better knowing that you took the chance, but you'll feel worse knowing that you did not yeah so it's like just do it anyway it's like it's it's your your story might take months right but it's like you but it's it comes down to the people that are like i just really want a job i'm like this is not the type of career field where you this is just like a you just want a job Mm -hmm. if you just want a job you can just go somewhere else and apply that you know you might get a job but this is a career at the end of the day and you can't rush the process of finding your career because you'll be there to climb the company ladder things of that nature and it's just like you just got to give it time mm. like you never know what company startup non-startup probably something that you probably weren't even originally applying for you don't know if you might not even need to be an sdr you might get a job as an account executive i say apply yeah. for like anything mm-hmm. at that point and just showcase your skills do your research just honestly I made sales my entire personality when I was <laughs> when I was interviewing, just trying to feel myself into the role, right? And it ended up working out for me. So it's like your your ambition and your goals have to be bigger than, you know, like I get it. Like we like mental health really does matter. Like you can get depressed during these times. I was definitely depressed during these times as well. But my depression just left once I realized, oh wait, I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this. I, I I would encourage you to just go for the more positive feelings. Know that there might be some rejection along the way because even I got some rejections, right? Yeah. But I got an acceptance, once again, from my top company. Mm. That just proves yeah. that it's like God is just like, this is not the company for you, but this is. Mm-hmm. So just keep going anyway, y'all. Like It, it, it yeah. just really just... It'll it'll make you feel more content at the end of the day, knowing like you know this was hard, but looking back, it wasn't really necessarily that hard. I just mm-hmm. had to find the right fit for me. And you know, like you know, I just, with all like like layoffs or possible things of that nature, like really no one is safe any anywhere. Yeah. But that's with any job too, though. Mm-hmm. Like you can just be let go for something that you never even did something stupid. Like if you were to like, work at Walmart and they think you did something and you didn't actually do it and they just fired you. That's true. Like it can happen anywhere. So very true. Just be optimistic no matter what is all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all don't not give up. I want to encourage y'all to go ahead and pursue whatever it is that you feel in your heart that you need to pursue right now for the betterment of your, for the betterment of yourself for the betterment of your family, for like, like Kennedy said, she wrote down her goals. She wrote where she wanted to go. And by having that focus, it, it, it actually worked out. You know, there's things that I wrote down, things that I said that I wanted to do that are starting to happen. And I'm like, wow, but it took sacrifice. It took, it took Kennedy two years and two months, <laughs> however you want to dice it up, it, but it took sacrifice. It took time. 
and that is extremely important and so right now we are going to go into the q a section of this com of this conversation i want to just thank kennedy again for being a part of this uh this morning with us it was of it course. was splendid uh we had a great conversation and we're not done yet we're going to do the q a portion of it um but i wanted just to make sure <laughs> scott said she got garfield as everyone a cat. says that i was waiting on it yeah <laughs> i do everyone says that when they see him i do have garfield yes yeah yeah so so this is something that we're gonna take some time to talk about um really quickly uh just to remind everybody if you are interested in course careers the link is in the description below if you are interested in, in level careers the link is also below but then, here's another one the third one i want to talk about is called learnful learnful is a platform where it's actually you're going to have principal sales engineers and people that have been working in the field that are really killing the game right now basically taking you on in a small exclusive group where you're going to be able to talk and learn high level skills in regards to landing a job, whether it's in tech sales, but really pre-sales. So that's anything from being an SDR, BDR, sales engineer, you name it. Whatever's in that sphere of being in pre-sales, they're going to work with you and be and help you to get there. But here's the thing. Only 120 people could qualify for this in a year. So it's extremely exclusive. And it's definitely the creme de la creme in regards to the people that are going to be, I, I, I could say the company, the, the, the ranges of different companies from HubSpot to other places uh, that are top tier performers that will be working with you one-on-one. -on -one. So if you want that, that level of one-on-one -on -one attention with people that will help you navigate this field, LearnFull could be an option for you as well. The link is in the description below for all three of these boot camps. Again, course careers, leveled and learnful. So take your pick. And I'll remind those that just joined, I, this is also going to be an audio form eventually. So go ahead. And if you have not, follow on Apple Podcasts, on Google, on Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are sold. <laughs> All right. So right now we're going to go into the Q&A section. But before we do that, this is not really a question. Uh uh, yeah, Learnful is definitely really the one. I, I just look at this comment from Marcelino. Oh, Marce this is the tech sales ninja, American Ninja Warrior Marcelino. I had an interview with him. Uh, good to see you, brother. Uh, so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're here. Right, that's what I was going to say, man. Great interview that we had. I, I want to, I'm, I'm, I'm walking just because he, he's also a physical trainer. I've been walking, brother. I've been working out. So keep it, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep it going. But let me go to this this comment that was made by Antoinette. I thought it was very important to look at. It says, I found it very extremely difficult to make the transition to tech sales due to overqualification. Overqualification. Because you remember, she's a software engineer. I've had, yeah. I've definitely had. I had to tell someone on one of my coaching sessions, I think the issue is that you're overqualified because she was. Um, mm. It was more so because she had like so many years of like um i want to say education experience yeah and i'm just like that might be it because it's like have you tried maybe other roles like maybe like a manager or something mm. she's like no i'm like try that that might work because you, you you're coming off a little overqualified mm. um but honestly being overqualified coming from the software engineer part that that's the first I've heard that. That's insane to me. Like, why would you not want that? Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. That, Especially that, for a like, sales engineer know. role. Like, I would say that would be, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, hey, sales engineer, off the top of my head, I'm thinking you'd be great for a sales engineer position. You know, you could do both. You get quota, you get, you also get a, 
uh, there's quota, not quota necessarily, but you get commissions uh, as, yeah. as you know, being a sales engineer. You Learnful might be the place for you, uh, Antoinette. Learnful, the one I was talking about, because you could be talking to people that are either on the sales engineer side, tech sales side, and because of your background, they can help you navigate that. Um, Nigel, he's a, you know he was a former uh, direct. I think he was a former teacher for a course for a careerist. He's he's that's his that's his tech boot camp. So definitely want to check that out. I think you should probably check that out. The description the link is in the description description below for sure. Um, but yeah, I got to go to Darren real quickly. Learning the sales language. B, know the do the work. Never do the work. Okay, I'm trying. Learn the sales language. Know the work. Do the work. Never give up. Ask for help and advice. And LinkedIn is a great place to start. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, somebody was actually piggyback on your com on, on our comment here. She said, I would go for an account executive or account manager role. That's what I was going to say. I think she would be able to transfer much easier as an account executive. Me mm -hmm. personally. But I mean, like the engineering part, she has that though. So that would, that's kind of like why it's kind of like a, because me, I was interested in being a sales engineer myself, but I have yeah. literally no idea how to become one. So it's like, yeah, I have no idea. Now I yeah. see Cyrus everywhere, but I'm just like, I do not have four thousand dollars, Cyrus. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and I, I yeah, and I, and I know people that try to get as an SDR first, and then later transition to becoming an SE. You know, I would say nothing is impossible. You know. One thing about being a sales engineer, though, that I think uh, I think it needs to be demystified is that it's not really an entry level position. But at the same time, it's like it's like it's, how do you get there is is pretty much networking, knowing the right people and being able to show them that you have the intangible skills or the transferable skills to get to that position. It's really tricky. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Uh, and then also tell them. Uh, Taylor making your resume. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, right. that's very true. All right. Yeah. Now, 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 you guys are having great comments. Let's get some questions in here <laughs> while Kennedy is here. Let's get some questions, y'all. If you guys have any questions, it could be about the finals, the, S, uh, the finals for course careers. It could be about anything else. Uh, if you have any questions, now is the time while Kennedy is here. Uh, the poor lady has been have been burning her 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 gas just to kind of talk oh, with us. <laughs> I, I am okay because yeah. that that Starbucks was a little too loud for my for my liking. I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were they were they were not having Saturday morning conversations. They were having like Friday night conversations. It's <laughs> they were quiet like, in there, but there's like the most employees they've had in there since I've been coming over here. That's funny. That What's is funny. Well, well, what I'm going to throw in there, Kennedy, is in regards to yourself. Where do you see yourself going? within this tech sales arena? Ooh, so it's like on top of that, you know, I do like the content creation. I'm just starting off with that. So it's like, nice. I see myself hopefully making over 500,000 within like mm -hmm. the next maybe like five five years, maybe less, including right. like the, the content and everything like that. But also just being able to become like a keynote speaker. I've thought about, you know, doing my own podcast. I've started a blog that I haven't really published yet. Like, nice. I just really want to become that person that's like, okay, she really knows what she's talking about. Just that, that person of influence necessarily, but more so like an educator type thing. Like, mm. my whole thing is I don't really necessarily want to be an influencer. I want to be an educator. Mm. Like, I don't want to be a guru. I hate that word. Yeah. I want to be an educator. I want to be able to go to, to conferences and be able to speak. I want to be able to be on panels. I want to be able to do things like that. Yeah. And just keep doing that. But 
I'm learning as I go on top of that. So I'm going to just use what I learn in this journey and then just be able to just continue to add on top of that as I go. Now, I am the co-host of a podcast with my friends, but it's just hard because I'm all the way out in Texas now and he's in Shreveport still. Oh, I, yeah. to, I actually have to visit him after this, but it's just like at the same time, I do kind of want to be able to have like my own audio podcast, like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just talking about tech sales, being a woman in sales, being a woman in tech in general, and yeah. then maybe having people come on and talk as well, kind of like what we're doing. Because yeah. my main focus is helping people transition. That is mm-hmm. what I wanted to focus on because it's like I didn't Me have too. help. I did not have help. I figured everything out on my own. And I just want to be able to be like like what Kayla's like once again what Kayla's doing is just so inspiring. Like Yeah. I, I just really want to be able to just embody what she embodies traveling. You know, it's it's more than just having nice things. It's just her presence in general just exudes mm-hmm. a level of I am that girl and I am that boss woman at the same Unapolog- time. Un- unapologetically saying that. Yep. Come on, somebody. Because I, I, I'm just like, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me cut you off. Go ahead. You, I'm, I'm oh. just like, mm-hmm, in the oh, background yeah. right here. Oh, yeah. No, 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 because I took that as an ad lib. Because you just really yeah. just, you put your, <laughs> because I, that's what I really want to be. I just really want to be able to just be like, hey, so Kennedy is coming to speak today. You know, just beyond the podcast, you know, types of things. Yeah. Being a keynote speaker was just something, like, I just really, really, really wanted to do. Uh. And I'm hoping I get to... I'm, I'm, I want to be able to like show up at like conferences like Afrotech and like like um, the baddies yeah. of tech one. I want to be able to show up to those and just be like, hey, I'm here. Nice to meet you guys. And yeah. just be more involved in the community on top of that and get more involved in the volunteer work as well. Yeah. While no, I... making like that big girl salary, you know. Yeah, yeah, big, yeah. Big girl salary. Because it adds to your credibility when you can mm-hmm. say like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. <laughs> it adds to your credibility. And so I think that you definitely, first of all, yes to everything you said. Keynote speaker, podcast host, content creator, you know, a historian, because you're basically documenting history when you're creating this content as well. Like all the things that you said that you want to be, I co-sign. I think you'd be great at it. I don't know. No question about it. I, I already see the comment section lighting up with questions and people love this conversation that we're having. Honestly, this probably will be the longest live I've done thus far, uh, which is a good thing. I think this is engaging. People love it. Mm-hmm. So with that being, I say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and no. time flew by, though. It flew by. No, this is this, this, trust me. This is a good thing. <laughs> so this is not a bad thing at all. Um, no, time flew by because we we having a good conversation. Mm-hmm. I have questions here. Let me go with the first one that popped up, which is Darren's question. What's the most frustrating thing that you currently deal with working in your current role? I have control issues sometimes. So it's like, whenever I go through, well, really, actually, no, I want to say myself, because it's like, sometimes I just will deviate from my plan and I have to catch up and then that adds extra stress onto me. But at the Mm. same time, you'll have those instances where it's like you, you go on, you set that meeting and you think it's over and done with, or, but then it comes back like, oh, hey, so something came up or this person wants to get on this call. Can you reschedule it? Or can you do this? Can you? I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I will do that. No problem. Yeah. But I just, sometimes I need to be able to have time for these things. Like, I'm just like, mm. oh my goodness. Like you, you just have to kind of like, 
I feel like you kind of like in these roles, you have to like make sure that you're always going that way. If something falls through, it doesn't negatively affect you that much. Mm. Mm. So I, yeah, that would probably be the most frustrating thing. Yeah, if I if I had to add to that too, I think for me, what's frustrating is when I have I booked a meeting with a prospect, right? And there's protocols within every company on how you want to get that 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 meeting done. My 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 problem is when I am in a situation where because of another another part of my team can't be there, that I have to kind of go back to the prospect and kind of try to rearrange things with them. I'm like, yeah, sorry, my team can't be there. Blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes you might lose because that person's like, that's their way out. And they're like, okay, uh, I can't do anything. I'll call you back. And I'm like, ah, you know, because yeah. that's part of your quota, right? So I'm like. Yeah, but it, it's more so I'm also looking at it from like the, like the AE's perspective. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to help you out, and this is just not going the way I need it to go. Yeah, and I gotta figure this out. We gonna figure it out though. We gonna figure yeah. it out. So it's like I just, you know, you can't control like if a prospect is gonna like say something along the lines of, "Can we reschedule? Can we push this back?" Yeah, but that was that was expected. Like that was already told to me before I took the role. Yeah, I still love the role in general. Like it's like it's not really oh, that yeah. big of a deal to have to just sit there and reschedule because it's not. But it just is the the process of having to do that and then you mm-hmm. think that it's okay and then you have to go through like the whole rigmarole of doing it again yeah it's it is something but and he actually added darren said yes it's time management for me like that's his biggest frustration uh i'm gonna go to another question here from tiffany uh she says hi can you give insight on the exam can we can we use notes to take the exam are there any questions from the books on the exam now i will say this when i took the exam this was last year they changed it Mm. so that so there is a study guide somewhere in there and there's a quizlet um can we use notes to take the exam no it is proctored you will be watched yes um are there any questions from the books i want to say i maybe had one question from the book but only reason why I'm just not going to be like yes is because I don't know how they changed it. I don't know if the questions are the still still the same from last year. Yeah. Because they've revamped everything, but it's like pretty much what's in the course. There's not going to be a question. I will say there's not going to be a question on there that was not stated in the course at all. Mm. Like it's it's and they'll have they'll give you something to go off of pretty much to be like okay this is what could be on the test this is what might be on the test. Yeah. But I will say that you can, I, when I took it, you can see the answers after and review the answers and then go back and take it again. Yeah. So I took it twice. Me too. I took it twice. Yeah. I took it twice. Uh, and I, and uh, just, a, just a piggyback, and Kennedy, feel free to disagree with me because that's how life is. You know, I would, instead of saying, like, is, how I would answer your question, Tiffany, is what should I prioritize in preparation for this exam? And for me, when I talk to people about this, even in my free coaching calls, I would say you want to prioritize the verbal portion, then the written portion, and then a multiple choice. And then the reason I'll break that down, the reason why I say that is because the verbal portion of the exam is what the companies that are potentially going to hire you see. So you want to ask questions like what was mentioned earlier from Kennedy, like, in a situation that you had in the past where you were, you know, you had an obstacle, how did you overcome that? Uh, why do you want to be SDR? Uh, what is, you know, and you want to be able to answer these questions in about 45 seconds or so, because they want to see if you can do it the star method, situation, task, action, result, 
and you can be concise. Because when you're talking to prospects, you want to be able to provide them information, but in a concise way that they can get it. So they want to see how well you could communicate. Second, on top of that, the written portion. From what I, I don't, again, I don't, the subject matter may have changed, but when I took the test, we talked about bands, we talked about spin selling, we had to know what a sales cadence was, we had to know what sales enablement software was, we had to know what the different, the, the different, the different things, the different subject matters. So being able to speak on these subject matters and write it down can be helpful. So if you want to go back and say, okay, Zoom Info, sales enablement, or HubSpot, and uh, what's CRM, or Salesforce, and, and things of that nature you want to be able to be able to write that down. And so the written portions are important, including the written portion when I took it was also an email, which is a cold email that you'll be sending to your prospect, right? So you want to kind of be able to do verbal, written, and then lastly, you want to do those multiple choice questions, which were from those quizzes. So you took the quizzes already, you just got to brush yourself on those quizzes again, and then be able to take that to when you do your final exam. And that's how I kind of would approach what I prioritize in regards to preparing for the exam, but that's just me. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> so no, I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, so that's like how hardest I, from not as hard is where I kind of look at it. Exactly, exactly. So I'm gonna keep on going because we got a lot of questions that just started coming through. Crazy. Okay, Tiffany said thank you. Okay, thank you. She really appreciate what you said. Um, and then let me go up. Let me go back to another question here. Man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all are really bringing the questions in today. I have Zane here. He says, if I have a master's degree in school administration, teaching experience, as well as some sales experience, then what a position should I apply for? Hmm. Ooh, that's we just good. talked about this. That's yeah. why I was telling I was telling uh one of my students, I would just try to maybe shoot for like sales managers type, like like probably not SDR BDR roles because they're probably gonna look at you like you're overqualified, but Teaching comes with project management hmm. all day, every day. You could probably even try sales engineering, honestly, because I, I asked one of my sales engineer friends. He's like, yeah, project management was, like, the biggest thing for him. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, you could probably – I feel – I'm not going to say that you kind of, like, might be wasting your time doing SDR, BDR, but I think just with all that experience, especially with che teaching, it might – be looked at as like an overqualification. So maybe like mm. those things that are a step up from SDR, BDR, and then going from there. But if you end up getting SDR, BDR job, great, mm -hmm. great. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say limit yourself. I would even try um, account executive. Like really all you just need is, all you would need is just, you know, like that, well, he says some get some more sales experience and then try applying for account executive. And I think that might be the easier one. Yeah, there's so many areas within within this realm. There's customer success as well. That's more post sales. There's oh, yeah, so many different success. things. But but one thing I want to encourage you saying is they value teachers. Like I was Oh, they love teachers. They love teachers. You can present and you can provide information in a concise way. So so they love you. <laughs> they love you. Um, and here's something too, we didn't really dive into this, but also consider looking at ed tech companies because they might actually want to bring you on as a consultant and be able to kind of actually help like what you said with regards to not only product, uh, project, but, but product. Um, uh, what did you say again? Tanya? You said the word, I can't remember right now. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Oh, but product you can, management? Yeah, product management. You can help design the product. You can be a consultant and say like, this is what uh, this is what students really need. This is what da 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 da. 
I had a conversation with a, a, a person about regarding that, Frank and I, and he was talking about he's a SE for a company, um, the same company that develops ABC Mouse and things of that nature. And they love teachers like they, most of the teachers that are most people that are there that work in the customer success area and different departs, departments are ex former educators. So you want to definitely look in ed tech and see what you can find there. That's my two cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right. I had another thing was like, yeah, um, she had a lot of finance background. And I was like, please try to apply for like a fintech job, please. Yeah, because <laughs> I wanted to get into fintech, but couldn't really find a company that really worked out for me. So, yeah, no, no, that's 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 a good point, and I like that you said that. You would, you're a really good account executive, though. Now that I'm looking at it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's the only thing they might say is that you have closing experience. They might look at that a little bit, but you never know. You never, never you never know. Uh-oh, <laughs> Scott said I just sent you a LinkedIn request. So uh, she's on her phone right now, I believe, or she's on the computer. So she's going to check out all those requests later on, y'all. So don't yes. think that she's ignoring y'all. She's just here talking to me. Uh, <laughs> so I have Raul. Uh, uh, he was saying, was there anything that took you out of your comfort zone when you first started as an SDR? And when you look back at it now, do you laugh? being on the phone people um i've just in a different like just trying to get them interested sort of kind. so like when i was a leasing agent i just had to talk about like just random like people just want to take a tour things minuscule things right yeah but now it's just like hey so checking in you um saw that you were interested you know things of that it's like at first i was petrified to do it right and i just was like i haven't been on the phone in so long i'm i just i'm like no now i'm just like yeah. it's actually not that bad like yeah. like once you just keep doing it you kind of like find your own flow and you go from like sounding really scriptish to like you're just on the phone trying to get them to have a meeting mm-hmm. so it's like helping with my confidence i know over the phone will also help my confidence being able to talk to people in person yeah um so i haven't had to really necessarily talk to anybody in person but once again i know i want to be a keynote speaker and everything so i need to get more practice with that public speaking sector so that really does help and it's like i feel a lot more comfortable on the phones than i did when i first started because mm. every i treat everything conversation as as a conversation like interviews i did the same thing with making yeah. my phone calls smart honestly for me it was navigating salesforce because <laughs> because every company is different so i was like oh this is just little things that had to, i had to just put the reps in i just had to put the reps in and i was like okay salesforce aggravates me sometimes <laughs> Ew, oh my god it, it, it's like oh my god i forgot to do a step yeah let me go back and yeah it's just so tedious but it, it keeps everything in place yeah absolutely uh thank you for that question Raul. and i'm gonna go to this question here uh from and forgive me i'm, I'm not the best with names i'm gonna try because not because i think that's how you pronounce it uh when applying when applying for an sdr role what were the things you look for from each company? Culture, pay, room for growth, etc. I would try to see if pay was there first because sometimes they don't put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually they give like a ballpark range. If they say anything, typically like with the good companies, they're going to just automatically talk about culture and diversity. So I, I'm just like, okay, good there. But then I also try to look for like, a, like how they, if they say anything about how you would promote or what it would take for you to promote, I look for that as well. Yes. You can typically see if there's room for growth based on the description itself on if they, like, 
have it laid out as to like what you can start off as and what you could become. Mm-hmm. Like if they're like, hey, you can start off as an SDR and become an account executive in roughly this amount of time. I like to look for things like that. As well, I will say too, is if they have like a clear set of experience, like like experience requirements laid out. Yeah. Some of them I noticed are kind of just like, hey, you should apply for this for our company where we're we're growing and um, but they don't really have anything that shows what could benefit me per se. Yeah. If that makes sense, like it's just kind of like you're. This is just a job description. It's not really telling me like what I'm required to do. If I look through the things of like what I'm like my job requirements, and I feel like that's something stands out to me that I feel like I can do those things, then yeah. But if it's something there that I'm like, ooh, I'm not really familiar with that word. Like as soon as I see JavaScript, I'm like, nah, that's not me. Um, cause what JavaScript? I don't need that. <laughs> like like all those like like super fancy words in there that kind of seem more befitting of someone that's maybe an engineer they'll sometimes sneak those things in there yeah but once i start seeing words that i'm not familiar with i'm just like this is probably not for me i'm probably, I'm probably not qualified for this yeah yeah I, I think for me if i'm going to add anything to that is quota attainability like that's one thing that if you could find out how many of their sdr bdrs are actually hitting quota or even aes because I can let you know, like, okay, this this mark this this product is killing it on the market, or this product is tough. And I'm gonna have, and I'm and, and I'm special, but I'm not that special sometimes to make it where it's like I can move heaven and earth to move this product around. So you want to kind of make sure that that's something that you also want to look at as top of mind when talking to these companies. That's my opinion. Uh, added to that, let me keep going here. We got a few questions. I'm gonna probably try to speed through these. Uh, all right, Mark. Mark said, "Hey, I re- recently completed the tech course. Any outstanding tips that would help me make myself known in the community?" Does he mean the course careers community or like the tech community? Good question. I think he might mean both. <laughs> um, course careers community, like be active in the Discord, ask questions, and then look at all like the announcements and things like that because you never know what you might miss. And then try to like search if like you maybe there's a question in your head someone probably already asked it um and then just like you know just making sure you connect with people because it's like one thing i will say they thought that like making connections on linkedin is hard honestly no one's really going to deny you a connection you can you cannot know who they are at all you just press connect and they'll connect back with you um but in the tech community i will say be active on linkedin about your journey incorporate course careers with that be like hey so i had like a really great interview with the company today it was nice like just being able to just showcase that you just really are putting yourself out there and like you're not just like a dead candidate like you're kind of just there like like post like things about you that you learned about maybe um also commenting on other people's posts helps a lot too because you never know who's going to see that. You never know if a recruiter is going to see your, your comment and they might just click on your profile and they might just reach out to you. Making making like your per- you are your personal brand. So it's like some people, they don't probably want to do that. That's fine. But when it comes to like sales and things like that, once you like become like known somewhat on LinkedIn. Oh, man, like I'm still trying to get kind of known on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn can take you so far. And I didn't know that. I used to think LinkedIn was not important. And I used to like apply on Indeed. I hate Indeed. Anybody that tells me they applied on Indeed, I'm like, just delete the account. Just delete, just get rid of it. 
Like, oh my god, it is a pet peeve of mine when I hear Indeed, but it's like they don't know because I didn't know either. Mm. Yeah, just just making your press like building like building your brand, making your profile stand out as much as possible. Um, I like the course careers headers, but I'm like I'm not course careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am Kennedy Nicholson, and I am an SDR. Mm. Building your I'm own brand. My own header, yeah. Like once you start building your own brand, you find it easier to be able to like be more so known in the community because it's like, oh, that's a nice profile. I want to be able to follow them. They seem like they have nice things to talk about. Yeah. Or this might be a nice candidate because it's like they're not in the role, but they're showcasing good LinkedIn skills. Mm. Mm. And Miss Rouse actually said in the comment section too, join the Course Careers Discord. They talk about it. Take up all about all that. So you definitely want to get connected and like like everything that was said, I totally agree with. Uh, I'm actually gonna go right here to Tiffany again because she says something that I think is important. Okay, I can see I can use my healthcare background to answer that because I have a lot of stories. I'm transitioning from healthcare. And I would say because I work in a med tech company, healthcare, you definitely want to use your skills to do it. I know somebody who was in my cohort who was in, who was a nurse, uh, used to be in the emergency room and everything like that. And he was able to use stories there to help him land a job. And he's doing very well in our company, you know, exceeding quota uh, multiple times since he's been there. And so you definitely want to leverage that. You also don't want, you also want to make sure that they know that even though you do have that healthcare background, that you are really in this for sales, because that's one thing that might discourage sometimes companies that they say, okay, the person just looks at this as another job, but they may not have the grit to be able to be, be hung up on or, or not, you know, to keep, to have that tenacity to keep going when things are not working their way, because sales can be a roller coaster. So you want to let them know, I'm going to leverage my healthcare skills. Uh, I would definitely recommend looking into med tech. <laughs> I will leverage my health care skills, but I have a true understanding of sales. If that's the role that you're looking to be in as an SDR, BDR, or account executive, and I I have that skills and the knowledge and know how to to really do the job. Uh, you want to add anything to that, Kennedy? Um, no, I mean everything that you said was basically kind of like going off like pretty much what I would have said. Mm -hmm. Like I I'm realizing that there's like there's different types of like companies for different types of people. Cause it's like, I'm finding yeah. out that med tech is a thing. I always heard about FinTech or like now GovTech is a thing. It's just like, Oh yeah. You, oh yeah. I, I want to get into GovTech. I might know. <laughs> low key. That's a good spot to be <laughs> low key. But yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with everything that you just said just now. Awesome. So listen, y'all, this has been a great conversation. And I think that we're pretty much wrapping things up. Uh, like Darren said, uh, he actually made a, a point in regards to kind of seeing what the quota attainability is. And RepView, we, I don't know if we really talked about it, but RepView, similar, similar to Glassdoor, is a great place to look because you actually have people from the company uh, basically having a free-for-all in there, talking about their company because it's anonymous. So they could go in there and they could say all sorts of stuff about their company. And they could tell you how hard quota attainability is or how easy it is. Or they could tell you about the culture if they're saying, ah, that's a lie. Uh, and also reaching out to people on LinkedIn. Um, th that as well is a good thing. So I'm going to go one more question here. Um, this is the last question that we have, and it's from Zane. Zane says, do you feel like you get you get plenty of leads? I'll let you answer that question first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. They just become, they're from, because, okay, so. Yeah. I'm inbound. So it's like I'm already working with warmer leads. I haven't gotten to outbound yet. 
Ooh. where it's like I have to prospect them. Yeah, but yeah, they be they. I get plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I get plenty. I'm just like, ooh. Every time I get my task down, here goes some more. It's like yeah. I've never felt like I've never had like not enough leads. Now, good leads. We have to find out if they're a good lead or not. So it's like you really can't do anything about that. But I get plenty. I I, I will never run dry with yeah. a good lead. Like <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. It makes that quota attainability that much easier. Uh, I would say for me, being on the outbound side, you have to become like a pirate looking for treasure and doing that research and finding out how you can get to the right person. Because this person before said, no, never, never, never uh, will I go with you. And you're like, okay, uh, I'll call back tomorrow and I'm going to try somebody else. <laughs> or I'll try right. to figure it out. Or I'll leave you alone. I'll let you nurture nurture you for a little bit and then come back and say, hey, now that your system is failing, let's talk again. So uh, <laughs> how, how's it been? It, has it been great? Oh, no, it hasn't. Well, you know what? We actually provide a solution that you've been looking for this whole time, but you didn't want to talk to us before, but now you can talk, all right? So, you know, it's, right. it's for us, it's a lot It's a lot of hunting. I, I, that's why I love it, it's hunting. It's, it's like hunting season for me, where I'm it trying to find these hunting. things. And uh, that makes me excited. I don't know why, but yeah. it does. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so we're wrapping up here. Thank you, everybody. I do see some comments in here. Uh, Tiffany said, I'll look into MedTech. Thank you all, thank you. I'll be sending Kennedy a connection request. Thank you for the gems. Um, so yeah, Kennedy, they'll be hitting you up a little bit, just a little bit. I don't know. Uh, and then Scott said a similar thing in regards to being, having 18 years in medical care, uh, but wanting to do cybersecurity. He's trying to uh, go into cyber, I should say. There's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of things out there. There's Web3. There's so many different jobs. There's jobs in AI. Uh, people have to sell that too. So there's a lot of different industries that you could definitely look in. Um, and so this is, this is, this has been a great conversation. I want to thank you again so much, so much so for being on this live with me, Kennedy or Kenny. Uh, I, I know a lot of people have appreciated it as well as myself and family. Y'all know her LinkedIn is in the description. Just go down, go click on her LinkedIn, connect with her, join her coaching courses. I actually saw that Scott said he's going to, he's going to follow you on LinkedIn and he's going to sign up for a coaching course, a coaching course. So that is Hey, everybody could do it. And one more time, I'm going to just do this for a reminder because people just joined. Some people just joined from the Q&A portion. But if you are interested in course careers, the link is below. If you are interested in becoming, and, and again, with course careers, just to kind of make sure that they understand, not just SDR or BDR roles in tech sales, but you're looking at UI, UX design. You're looking at also being in IT, being an IT professional. I actually have friends that took the IT course and landed an IT job that that way, hey, try this out, and they landed a job. So you want to look at that as well. And you also want to look in digital marketing. We know that there's a big, big, big field. So those are all courses that Course Career provides. The link is below, $50 off of my code, Joseph50. Uh, leveled, that's account executive and cybersecurity, specifically being an SOC analyst, SOC analyst. So you want to look in that as well. Joseph10, the code is for that. And learn full. That is that exclusive group of mastermind where you're basically doing with the, dealing with the top of the top when it comes to sales engineers and tech sale pe personnel. They're going to take you under their wing for about a six-week intensive course. And out of that, you should be able to have the skills and the know-how to land a job that you're in. So those that are having a lot of experience are trying to transition, that might be a great place for you because the network that they have there, pff, 
You're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be good. Uh, but with that being said, y'all, again, hit up Kennedy, show her some love, sign up for her coaching. She you, you already seen the love and the knowledge that she has for y'all, so definitely do that. And like I always say, family, until next time, Kennedy and I, we hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family. <laughs>